This is the Live Life Happy Podcast with Andrea Seidel, and it's episode number 100. Woohoo! Welcome to the Live Life Happy Podcast with Andrea Seidel. We're all about highlighting self help, positive psychology, and books on well being. We share the content and actionable advice so you can make normal life extraordinary. We are a community of lifelong learners, high achievers, and busy people. Get ready for your download so you can live life happy. I'm your host and addicted to reading, Andrea Seidel. Hey there, Andrea here. Oh my gosh, this is the 100th episode. I'm so excited. I cannot thank you all the loyal listeners for sticking to the program and learning, learning, learning with me and giving me that wonderful reason to read all these books and highlight them because let's face it, these books are little gifts and packages of so much hard-earned knowledge, experience, and wisdom and research all put into these packages of joy so we can learn, so we can take actionable work, actionable nuggets from these books and apply them to our life. Thank you so much for being a part of this podcast. I cannot thank you enough. And you know what? Just in celebration of the 100th episode, I would love it if you haven't done it yet to go and just hit subscribe and write a review and give me, of course, a wonderful rating if you're enjoying the podcast and getting a lot of value from it because I love doing it and I love all your comments and I do read them and they mean the world to me and that's what has kept me going for sure. Okay, so today I highlighted such a great book. If this is your first time here, welcome. Great episode to be on. (laughs) This is where I I take books, I read them, and I highlight all the key concepts within the book so that you can take action in your life. And of course, I love pulling out all the positive psychology, little life hacks and actionable nuggets so that you can really use the learning to your advantage. But I always say if something sparks your interest to go and purchase the book because let's face it, what can I hide? Like what I can't suck everything out in like 20 minutes, but there's so much in this these books. So this is just to give you a little summary, maybe suck at an actionable nugget that resonated with me. So there's probably, and there is a lot more within all these books. So I always say purchase the book and support the author if something did spark your interest or you wanted to delve in even deeper. All right. So the book I highlighted today is called Transcend. It's the new science of self-actualization. It's by Scott Barry Kaufman. And this book is phenomenal. He integrates the idea from the latest research on, you know, everything to do with feeling connection, with feeling creativity, with really having lots of love in our life and just purpose. And also, you know, all the, what are the building blocks to a well-lived life? And that's what this book is all about. So Kaufman really does build on the, on the hierarchy of needs, Maslow's hierarchy of of need, hierarchy of needs. And he is so great because it really does, it goes beyond that. And uh, Scott takes us through this wonderful new way of looking at transcending our nature and going beyond our potential. So it's really about, you know, living a fully actualized life. Now don't get thrown off, right? By transcend and uh, by self-actualization and, you know, those fancy, fancy words. It's really about showing up as the best 
best version of yourself. When it all comes down to it, this book is the art and science of becoming more fully human. And I love the way he put it in his book too. It's all about um, um, believing in our potential and realizing our potential and that it really does involve not just ourselves, but also the world and the people around us in our world. And, um, that we can really choose self-development, but it doesn't have to be self-sacrifice. In other words, we can keep developing ourselves and becoming the highest level of our potential. Um, and we can do that. And he really does walk us through that within his book here. Now, I have to say this book is a really challenging book to read because, oh my gosh, uh, Scott Barry Kaufman is such an intellect and the amount of wisdom in this book and knowledge is just incredible. So, um, it did make for a really challenging way. Like I, it was hard to summarize. Let's put it that way. Um, so what he, I loved, he had this, um, wonderful chart and he, it's more like a boat. So in, instead of the hierarchy of needs, he talked about that the new hierarchy of needs is more, uh, a boat, right. And a sailboat. So he kind of did the analogy of a sailboat. And so within the sailboat is there's the security needs and those include self-esteem, connection, and safety. So these are needs that we have, a need for security. And he he basically talked about them being safety, connection, and self-esteem, being the bottom of the boat. And then up in the sail is all about growth. And this is where the needs are purpose, love, and exploration. And this is basically the new hierarchy of needs. These are the needs that we have now. So it's based on security and it's based on growth. And so his whole book was basically about uh, security needs and growth needs. And so the first section of his book, all about security needs, which are safety, connection, and self-esteem, he talked about. So we have that need for safety, right? Um, it's, It's really important to feel stable, to feel certainty in our life, to have some sort of predictability on a daily basis. And this, this is really important so that we can trust our environment. And this is based upon, you know, like what we feel our life. And if we feel fulfilled and we feel safe and we feel certainty in our life, um, and there's a certain degree of predictability, then we have that basic safety need. So that's one of the security needs. Another one is connection. So the need for connection actually consists in two sub needs, um, the need to belong and to be liked and accepted by others. Okay. Doesn't this one stand out, right? We have this basic need of connection. And one of those needs is basically to feel like we belong. So have you ever been left out of a group? Have you ever been ostracized? (laughs) Doesn't that feel terrible? And and I know with social media now too, like even with the kids and the teens and, you know, if they, they, they feel like they've been missing out on something, it doesn't feel good. Or, you know, we want to be liked, we want to be accepted. So sometimes it's, you know, it's scary to put those posts out there. It's scary to put yourself out there because not everyone's going to like you. So this is a basic need for connection. And the 
idea is, is that we need to feel like we belong, that we're liked and we're accepted. Another basic need for uh, connection is the need for intimacy, uh, for mutuality and relatedness. So we have kind of like our tribe, right? We feel like we have connections with other people. So no human is exempt from this, right? Uh, There is dire consequences if we are lonely. And they've done so many studies about loneliness and how this isolation is not great for us. Um, So it's a basic human need to satisfy this. So uh, in order for us to feel secure, we need to feel that sense of safety and predictability. We also need to feel connection to other human beings and connection to, um, to so that we don't feel lonely. We're not alone. Um, so we really foster face-to-face interactions and we really foster this need for um, just to feel satisfied. Okay, and secure. Okay, the other piece of the security needs is self-esteem. So the most important attitude that we may have is the attitude towards ourself. So self-esteem is one of the strongest correlates of life satisfaction. In fact, self-esteem is one of the biggest risk factors for depression. And this is all backed by science. So self-esteem is essential, right? So the latest research really does suggest that healthy self-esteem is 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 genuine, a sense of genuine accomplishment and intimate connections with others and a sense of growing and developing as a whole person. So when we feel like, I don't know about you, but when you feel like you're learning and you're trying new things and you're, you know, sometimes you fail, sometimes you're successful, like you're testing things, it really does build our confidence and our sense of self-esteem and we're developing as a person. And this is so powerful. Powerful, right? Like we get that sense of growing and developing. Um, and that really adds to our sense of self-efficacy and self-esteem. And that is so essential, right? Uh, just a gen- genuine sense of accomplishment and intimate com- connections with others as well. So isn't that interesting? There's And what he talked about within his book too is these distinct faces of a healthy self-esteem. So are you curious? What are they? <laughs> so I kind of touched on it already. So self-worth and mastery. So these are two distinct faces of a healthy self-esteem and these are all in the security needs still. So are you fun? Are you fundamentally a good person? Like, do you have good values in this world? And are you intentional about being who you can bring to the world? Like, are you intentional on your good person and you have social value to add to this world. That's part of self-esteem. That's the self-worth piece, right? You're worthy of being here. And then the other piece is that sense of mastery. So that's the thing about, you know, trying things and, you know, you, you have a desired goal and by exercising your will, you're able to have this sense of mastery where you can, um, evaluate yourself as a sense you have a good sense of agency or control over your world and your accomplishments, that's part of self-esteem. Makes sense, right? Like a combination of self-worth being, you know, I have social value to add to this world. And then also mastery. I try things and I accomplish them. I set goals and I reach them. Not all of them, but some of them. (laughs) All right. So that's the basic security need. So being safety, connection, and self-esteem. That's, you know, that's the bottom of his, his sailboat, right? And that's the basics of security. 
And then we have all these wonderful goals that are up in that sale and they are our growth needs. And so we have a need to grow. We want to feel growth in our life. And the needs that go with that is exploration, love, and purpose. So let's talk about those. So he talked about them within his book and he talked all about exploration being getting energized through the possibility of discovering new information and extracting meaning and growth from all the experiences that you go through. And it's so cool, right? As you, don't you find like when you are curious and you explore your world and you know, you, you go through things in your life and it's really about this idea of exploration and exploration is so great because it energizes us and it really allows us to see possibility. And I think that's one of the reasons why I love, 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 love to read books and like a lot of them because it feeds my love of learning and it really does energize me and allows me to discover new information and allows me to grow as a person. Um, So there is, he did talk about within his book too, is the upside of adversity. So when we feel like we've been shaken, right? When we feel like um, we've been knocked down and the idea here is, is that there is an upside to adversity. So what you want to do is take the opportunity for cognitive exploration is what he called it within his book. So which can be defined as a general curiosity about information. So this is where that growth mindset comes in, right? Like, so view everything as growth. So even if something, if you get knocked down, if there's a challenge or like, you know, instead of saying, oh my God, I'm so terrible as a person or wow, that's like, I can't believe I went through that or whatever it is. His suggestion is this idea of exploration and seeing everything as an opportunity for growth or become like an explorer. Like what's the growing in this? Becoming curious about information. It's like, hmm, I wonder why, how fascinating. I wonder why that happened to me. (laughs) Uh, It's a wonderful way to see things and it allows us to really grow as a person and it really feeds our growth needs. So exploration is about just openness to new experiences as well, right? And just really become a true cognitive explorer. So he did talk about the seven areas of growth that actually do spring out of adversity. And I love this. And we talked about it in the book that I highlighted way back, which was the upside of the dark side of your dark side. And it's really exploring that negative, negative emotions and also challenging experiences that would be perceived as negative can also really um, have opportunities for growth. And um, in positive psychology, it's called post-traumatic growth. And um, some of the things that grow out of or spring from adversity are a greater appreciation for life, right? And think about that. When you've gone through something that's really traumatic or maybe had a near-death experience or someone close to you did, don't you have a greater appreciation for your life? right? It's really incredible. So that, that really does spring out of adversity. The other thing is a greater appreciation and strengthening of close relationships. When you go through something challenging, isn't it amazing how you, you create new connections with people and you, people step up that you didn't even know that were your friends. Uh, you know, it's so incredible. 
The other thing is increased compassion and altruism. Because we've been through something ourselves, we are able to then therefore be more compassionate and offer service to others. And I always say, never let a struggle go to waste. (laughs) Um, So anything you've gone through that is a struggle, other people can learn from it. And I can't tell you, I helped so many people write books and it is because they have gone through a struggle and they become such an expert through that struggle and then they literally want to help others and they have that level of compassion and experience to really share with other people. And that's a wonderful thing that can spring out of adversity. The other thing he talked about is the identification of new possibilities and new purpose in your life, right? It's, it's amazing how it really does. Uh, adversity does actually bring new possibilities. Sometimes when you're in it and it's just fresh, it's harder to see, uh, the possibilities and the purpose of it, it, that it plays in your life. Cause when you're in it, sometimes it's very hard. All right. So this idea of growth is becoming that explorer, right? It's really learning from it. And then he also talked about just a greater awareness of your strength. When you go through adversity, isn't it incredible how you are like, oh my God, like I am so strong. I cannot believe I've gone through this and I am still standing. Uh, It's amazing. So then the other thing he talked about is enhancing a spiritual development. So sometimes we tap into um, something that's greater than ourselves. We really tap into a place that is uh, beyond our physical world, that we tap into the energy of nature and spirit and and that that happens as well. And that sprung out of adversity and then just creative growth, right? We become more creative in our world. Like how, what's the best options for me here moving forward? So there are so many wonderful ways to adopt this exploration, right? And really there is an upside to adversity. And so using cognitive exploration and really knowing that's a wonderful thing that can feed our growth needs. Okay. Isn't that amazing? Okay. So the next section he talked about love. Okay, so not just a romantic partners here. So uh, the idea with love is that we have the capacity to give love to those around us. And you know what? Even if they're not in direct contact with us, right? It's just a general feel of personal connection to others. It's a, it's a pathway to life and greater vitality, health, meaning, growth as a whole person. Love is one of our needs, right? It makes us feel more secure, but at the same time, that intimate connection is really, really important. That feeling of love, not just in an intimate, not just in a, sorry, in a a relationship like uh, manner. So it's also in like a relationship manner with like everybody in your life. So expanding the love that you have in your life with everybody, with even your animals, with, you know, I mean, my dog, if I want to bring up that feeling of love, it is just thinking about my cute little dog, Crystal. She's adorable. And I have so much love for her. All right. So the idea here is that we need to quiet our ego. So the quiet ego approach to life is really important. It allows us to focus on balancing the interests of ourselves 
and of others. And it really does allow us to cultivate growth. And so when we quiet that ego, it's really important. So the volume of the ego needs to be turned down so that we can listen to others as well as ourselves. So it's not turning you off. It's about turning the ego down. So in an effort to really approach life more human, like humanly, right? And really compassionately be there with other people. And it's less destructive and defensive when we are able to quiet down that ego. So self-actualization is not really about achieving. It's really about being love. And what he said in his book, which was so beautiful. So instead of thinking of achieving, achieving, achieving all the time, self-actualization really and being the best version of you is about being love. It's showing up in the world and being love instead of doing it. So you don't do it. You don't, you're not doing love. And that's how you transcend the ego. And I love that he talked about that within his book. So um, healthy authenticity is really important too. He talked about it in his book. It involves understanding and accepting and taking responsibility for your whole self. Like as you go through personal growth and have meaningful relationships, this is an ongoing process he talked about within his book of self-discovery, self-consciousness, and taking personal responsibility, right, for how you show up, showing and being being loving and being love yourself. And this is all about also being and having a healthy selfishness, right? It's cultural taboo to, you know, look after yourself and uh, you feel guilty for showing uh, yourself a healthy self-love. So he talked about the importance of that as well. And that you should never feel ashamed uh, when you are experiencing pleasure and health and personal growth, that this is really one of our basic needs. And that this is really important so that you can have great respect for others, but also have that great respect for yourself. Okay. So that's the love piece of personal growth, loving yourself, loving others, quieting that ego so that we have that capacity to give love and be loving and be love. All right. So the next uh, topic of growth and our growth need to feed our growth needs to tap into purpose. We want to feel the need of purpose can really be defined as the need of an overarching aspiration that energizes our efforts, that energizes us in such a way that it creates a central source of meaning and that we feel that there's significance in our life. So purpose is really, you know, you don't have to come up with a whole purpose statement necessarily, but generally defined is just an overarching aspiration that energizes you, right? And I love to learn and and share knowledge, learn, share knowledge and and help others. And that feeds me and energizes me. So however I can learn and then share knowledge so that I can impact the lives of others, that is my overarching aspiration. It energizes, it feeds me. And so what is it for you? So That is so key, right? So those who are most self-actualized actually pursue their calling. So what's your calling, right? What is it that you're here to do, like to bring meaning to your, like what energizes you? It's not happiness. This is what he says within his book. So those who are most self-actualized pursue a calling. They don't pursue happiness. And I love the way he put it in his book. So the idea too is to tap into your strengths and your personality. Like what is it trying to figure out a deeper aspects of yourself is the key. Like what are the best values and what, what is it about you that 
like that is your best self. What is it? Make a list. Is most helpful to assess your signature strengths. And there is values in action, VIA, signature strengths quiz. You can look it up. And it's incredible because it just really hones down on what it is that are your strengths. What makes you special? What are your superpowers, right? Um, this enables an authentic expression that will energize you and that'll give you a sense of vitality. And I love that he touched on that in his book too, right? Um, Self-actualized people he talks about too is that they're working at something which they're called to. They're working on, on things that really feeds them on a deep level. And this sense of purpose is so important for our growth needs, right? If you are really diligently or deliberately planning on being less than you're capable of, you're not going to feel comfortable. It's not going to feel good. You're going to feel itchy in your soul, as I always put it, when you're not showing up as you fully could show up. Um, So it's really about showing up in a way that feels energizing to you. And happiness actually becomes a byproduct, right? So those who have a greater sense of meaning in their lives are able to transform a personal tragedy, a challenge, a struggle into a triumph. They're able to tap into this sense of human achievement, or they're able to tap into their superpowers, their strengths, right? What makes them special and what their overarching aspiration is. So that is the growth needs, right? Exploration, being curious, love, intimate connections with people and purpose. And it is so key. And so this book is so good. I mean, there's so much more within this book. It's not even funny. Like he talked about meta motivations. He talked about appreciating the basic life. He talked about mindfulness coming in, like in a nutshell, like healthy transcendence involves harnessing all that you are in service of realizing the best version of yourself. Like it's basically showing up and just raising the bar for the whole humanity, right? When you fully show up as the best version of yourself, then you are raising the bar for all of humanity. That's one of the major like spirit of the book is like as human beings, we're not just passengers on this ship. We're the captain. And I love the way he put it in his book. And he talked about having more plateau experience experiences where you really endure um, a f- extraordinary, you see the extraordinary in the ordinary. Um, he talked about peak experiences, but then to have more plateau experiences on a regular basis where you're really mindful and you experience wonder and you become more like you're witnessing your world and mindful and appreciating. As you can see, there are is so much in this book. I absolutely loved it. I hope you got a lot out of it. Um, If you want the full highlights and summary of this book, of course, it's over at my website at andreaseidel.com. All you need to do is subscribe to my list and then you can access the book vault, which has so many books. Oh my gosh. And they're all highlighted there for you. And I cannot thank you enough. Thank you for being here for the hundredth episode. And I hope you have a beautiful day. If you like this podcast that's like personal training for your mind, you've got to come over to my website at andreasadel.com, where I take all these books, I highlight, coach, and summarize the content in my unconventional book and coaching club. Let's face it, no one is sunshine and butterflies all the time, but we can make happiness a lifestyle. So I want to invite you to sign up at my website for my freebies and giveaways so that you can start each week positively. 
finally, don't forget to subscribe on whatever platform you listen to, download and write a review because they really help grow the show.